Well, are you ready to celebrate? I always look forward to this moment in the year of our community where we can gather together on this special day and celebrate God's favor and blessing upon us to celebrate all that God is doing. And God is doing a lot. We are a community of disciples. We are following Jesus and growing in the likeness of Christ. And through this relationship that we have with God, There are so many graces and blessings that are rising up, not only out of each individual heart, but together as we form the body of Christ. This Sunday celebration today, in the shadows, is the feast of Our Lady of the Most Holy Rosary. God prepared this woman from her conception to be the one through whom he would come into the world. God entrusted himself to Mary. God came to us through this woman. And because of her special role prepared for her by God, this is why she is queen of heaven and earth and mother of the church. My dear friends, let us all together continue to entrust ourselves and everyone that we love to this maternal heart and love of Mary as she continues to help us to lead us to Jesus, to help us to follow Jesus, to teach us how to live by the Holy Spirit. The last words that Mary is recorded saying in the scriptures at the wedding of Cana, with regard to her son, she said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. And this is what we have been about in a very deliberate, focused way these last few years. As a community of disciples, we are all about listening to Jesus teach us so that we can put into practice what we hear him say. And that's why every time the scriptures are read at Mass, The ears of disciples are open and ready for obedience. 
As I was preparing for this weekend, when I read this gospel, my ears perked up when Jesus said, if one is to enter the kingdom of heaven, they must accept it as a child. And the minute I heard that, my ears perked right up. And I started doing the math. One, I said, okay, I want to enter the kingdom of heaven with you. And second, Jesus says, if I'm going to enter, I must accept it as a child. And I put those two together, and I want to say with you, Jesus, I need you to teach me and help me to be a child in my heart, a child like you are, so that I can accept and enter the kingdom of God. What does that mean? What does it mean to become like a child? Now we know, of course, that Jesus is not praising childishness or those qualities that we sometimes see in children that are more part of their fallen nature (laughs) that need to be corrected, yes? But Jesus is praising and highlighting those traits in children that unfortunately we lose as we become adults. Simplicity, innocence, that joyful spontaneity, openness, trusting, a docility and peace with being dependent and guided and led by another. And it's this last quality that Jesus is primarily talking about. If we are going to be childlike, we must pray for the grace to be open, trusting, and able to be led and guided by God. This is what Jesus is talking about with Nicodemus. When he said to Nicodemus, one must be born again of water and the spirit to enter the kingdom of God. And then he uses that beautiful analogy. The wind blows where it wills. You and I hear the sound of it, but we do not know from where it comes or to where it will go. And Jesus says, so are those who are born of the Spirit. This is why you and I want to pray for Jesus to give us more and more a childlike heart. Because there are primarily two graces 
that the Holy Spirit produces in us through baptism, according to the catechism, two graces. The first, sanctification, which is the cleansing and purification from sin. And we need this, but that's the negative aspect. The Holy Spirit does that so that we can be transformed and become like Jesus, to live a Christ-like life. But the second work, and this one has been sorely neglected in the church, and it's the one that we probably struggle with most, it's the grace and the power to live and act under the promptings of the Holy Spirit. That's the tough one. And I like the analogy that one man used. It's like rowing a boat and it's hard and laborious, just trudging along with those virtues versus a sailboat that just catches the wind blowing into the sails. This is why we need to be childlike so that we can be more and more moved by the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit can breathe into our hearts and he can inspire and move us in many different ways at many different moments. Let me give just a few examples. We celebrate the feast of St. Francis on Thursday. St. Francis came to a moment in his life where he began to search for God. And as the love of God began to fill his heart, he became aware of the grace of the fear of the Lord. The Holy Spirit breathed into his heart and awakened an aversion to the wayward sinful life that he used to enjoy. And now for the love of God, he hates the vanities and the sinfulness of his past life. And a deep sorrow fills his heart and now he wants only to live for God. The fear of the Lord was awakened by the breath of the Holy Spirit. The gift of piety. I have heard this happen to cradle Catholics who maybe for years they're very dutiful. They do all the things that God asks. They fulfill their obligation to come to Mass. And then on a given Sunday, Again, they come out of obligation to come to Mass. But then at a moment that is unexpected, the Holy Spirit breathes into their heart and awakens the gift of piety. And their heart is deeply moved and overcome by a devotion and a love for God. And now they're not looking at their watch now time seems to disappear and they become lost in worship 
a joyful, grateful worship of God. Don't you wish the Holy Spirit would breathe that into us a little more often? Our human patience, have you noticed, is so limited in our efforts to do what is right and avoid evil. I can maybe do that for two weeks, and then things don't go so well. But the Holy Spirit, as we become more childlike, He can breathe life into that gift of fortitude and he can stretch our human patience to go even farther in courage and perseverance, especially when life is hard. St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta, this is what operated in her so much. She experienced so much dryness in prayer There were so many setbacks and obstacles in her ministry, and yet she just kept going and going. The Holy Spirit, the gift of fortitude, constantly sailing her into deeper and deeper waters. A mother brought her little six-year-old daughter into church one day. She wanted to teach her daughter about the blessing of Jesus in the Eucharist. And so as they knelt down together, she said, honey, that's the tabernacle. And in that tabernacle, the consecrated bread is Jesus Christ. And this little six-year-old girl, she goes, mommy, if that's a tabernacle and Jesus is in that tabernacle, Well, if Jesus is in me, then I must be a tabernacle too. With hardly any education, the Holy Spirit breathed into that little girl's heart and awakened the gift of understanding. Unbelievable. The last gift, don't worry, I'm not going to do all the gifts, don't worry. One more. St. Therese, we celebrated her feast on Monday, the gift of wisdom. She understood at a very young age and throughout her young life, she lived to 24, she was able to see through the eyes of God that her whole life was about responding to the overwhelming love of God for her such that she was able to see everything, everything, every moment, every situation of the day as a way to respond to the love of God. Even those moments of annoyance and frustration, being around the people that we don't like, everything was used by her to respond in love to God. That's wisdom. Because she was, she was so childlike. My dear friends, this is what we are celebrating. I didn't want to use examples in your life because I didn't want to embarrass you. 
I didn't want to call anyone out. So I used examples from the saints and other people. The Holy Spirit is giving the shape to our lives. The Holy Spirit is giving the shape to this community. He is forming the life of Jesus in us and he is bearing many fruits in this community that is becoming more and more a church on mission to share this good news of the gospel. And this is why this is gonna be a sacrifice, a praise to God for all that Jesus has done and the Holy Spirit and all that God will continue to do. This is why those brats after mass are gonna taste so good. This is why this celebration today is so beautiful. It is beautiful because of God and beautiful because God is in you and God is in me. This is a fall festival to celebrate the living God in our midst. So let's do that, amen?